I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome back to Pick and Roll. We've returned on the Board NBA YouTube channel and Twitter account as part of the Hammer Betting Network to bring you some more NBA discussion and betting content. We had a little bit of a holiday. We had three days off last week to just give us a little bit of a break. I certainly enjoyed my time off. As much as I love doing this show, it was nice to have a little bit of a relaxation for three days. I was just talking to Pips before the show. Unfortunately, he was sick over the course of the, that holiday. So there wouldn't have been a show anyway, but um, happy to see that he is feeling better. Happy to see that uh, we're in here for the new year back on the show with all of you guys. Uh, just just kind of a little icebreaker to start us off. Pips, I, I know you said you were sick, but uh, while we were off, uh, was there any more betting that you were doing? If so, was it successful? Or uh, what yeah, else did you have going on? I, I was doing a, a... A standard betting because it was like the only thing I could do. I was just staying up all night and watching games and laying tight to my bed. And yeah, and yeah, it was pretty successful, pretty good results over the last couple of days. It's interesting. So, <laughs> like that, your, your flu game is on the way. So, with that, we are in 2023 now. Uh, as I mentioned, Happy New Year. Let's do a little bit of a recap of what we had over the course of 2022. So obviously, we didn't quite start at the beginning of this this season that's currently ongoing. We started a little bit after that, uh, but since it has, we have started. Since Pips has been giving out the picks, it has been very successful. As I always say, we track the picks on Betstamp, the Betstamp app in the App Store, or Google Play Store, or Betstamp.app on your browser. Let's go to our page now, adding this into the stream. So this is just the main page where you can line shop across various sports books, a very powerful tool when you're betting on anything. But if you go to the find better section, you see pick and roll on top of the media picks. And uh, yeah, 51 and 35 on the season uh, is a positive in nine units, 9.2% return on investment. These are very impressive numbers. And the Betstamp account is picking up a ton of followers. It's now at 222 followers. So thank you to anybody following over there just a quick recap of the two picks that we had uh we had over 31 and a half for Joel Embiid and over 30.5 for Luka Doncic I'm kind of chuckling because you know if you thought Joel Embiid was an easy cash when he got 48 points Luka Doncic made NBA history in the later game so that was really fun to follow from a betting perspective here um we're not going to, it's been a while, so no need to recap the Joel Embiid part. Joel Embiid was comfortable all throughout the game. I think he had oh, like mid 20s at halftime. Luka Doncic, and this is going to be the segue into the discussion topic that we have. Luka Doncic dropped 60, 20, and 10 in that game. An NBA record. Nobody has ever gotten a 60, 20, 10 game, including 20 rebounds ever before in NBA history. Even Wilt Chamberlain who just owns every NBA record, has never even done that. So we will be talking about Luka Doncic. But just want to remind you guys, um, make sure you're tailing the picks. Make sure you're subscribing on YouTube. Please give us subscriptions on YouTube. We're getting close to that 500 subscriber mark because we're going to be coming through every weekday at Monday through Friday 
giving you NBA betting content and discussion. But most importantly, Pips coming through with the free picks that are doing so well. Um, Pips, uh, just uh, your thoughts on the record so far. Obviously, you're quite happy with it, uh, but maybe your sort of confidence. Can we can we continue to to come through with consistent picks like this from yourself? I would say over the last five to six years, this was like pretty consistent uh, win rate. I was always like between eight and ten percent on ROI, and between like fifty-seven and sixty percent win rate on props. So it only depends on the price we are getting for the ROI, but it's consistent over the last I don't know like five thousand picks. So I think this should continue. I also had like my first bet with Hammer betting was an article with with two bets. Uh, there were both uh, one and a half units, and they were bo- both winners. And then we switched to this to the show, so it's it's <clears throat> a bit better than it looks. But I think, yeah, we can continue with 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 this with that pace. We have some unlucky ones. We have some lucky ones. It's evens out, and I think we are currently on the on the right track. Very much so, especially when you consider the first week was a, a pretty. A, what is maybe just the first because I did well, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't the best, and it's just been a, a yeah. tremendous tournament. And, so, and, um, and the, the Friday, not the last one, but the one before. Oh, that uh, that yeah. one in three day where two two bets by the the hook. That one, yeah, what a what a bad day. Yeah. Made it up, made it up last week for sure. And uh, yeah. so far in the season, as I've said, it's just been a great time to get involved with the pick and roll show. So again, want to remind you to like it on YouTube, subscribe here. Please give rate and review five stars if you're listening to this in podcast form. Just take a few seconds out of your day to show a little extra support to the channel because we come through, you know, with the five episodes a week completely for free. That's all we ask, just a little bit of extra support. But as I was mentioning, we want to talk about Luka Doncic. And, you know, people always, people are pretty critical of NBA teams in general. Just even this, we're almost halfway through the season, but it's just a testament to how quickly seasons can, can kind of look like they're turning around here. The Dallas Mavericks, who we've considered many times as a horrible team without Doncic, the good news is they have him. They've won six in a row, and from kind of a play-in obscurity position, they're up to top four in the Western Conference. And (laughs) we know that this team is just essentially Luka Doncic, however far he takes them, and he is taking them quite far at the moment, 21-16 and on the season. He had that outstanding 60-point triple-double. I think he's had also two 50-point games since then. What do you think has kind of changed for Doncic in this stretch? Because is it just like he understands he has to do everything or has the team kind of made adjustments? What have been your thoughts watching him play? So the first one is like he had three 160 and 250-point games in the stretch of the seven days. That's like... I don't think that, that, that's even the prime Harden wasn't doing stuff like that. But yeah, he, he I mean, his shots are starting to fall. Like he, he was uh, 30% from three in the like first 20 games. And he's now up to almost 40%. Like he's now at 37%. But that's changed from 30% to 37% in the matter of these six games. So he, he started making threes finally and he's he's shooting a lot he has two games with 30 plus 30 plus um, field goal attempts and almost double digits free throws in six games in a row so yeah he, he's getting everything 
but also one of the things I'm not still up on them because as we can see they played Minnesota Timberwolves who were down like they, they, they are like I think lost like seven in a row now then they play Houston Rockets then they play Lakers then they <laughs> play New York Knicks without Branson and RJ Barrett then they played Houston Rockets again then they played Spurs like those are the teams that won't even make the play-in tournaments. I mean, Knicks will are going to, but they were down two of the four best players. So I think it was just the easiest schedule you can imagine. So yeah, I, I know the, you're not you're not trying to take anything away from Doncic with with yeah, the team they played. It, it's but, mostly the team in general, but like. I, I think this is a bad way to think about it, but it's almost like Doncic has to play like this for them to consistently win like this. But that's kind of like what the case is for the player. Uh, so you may be not as high on Dallas. So they're 21 and 16. They're four seed. You can see, like we saw easily the move from play into that spot. They can easily move back down to a playing position. I think it's it's pretty clear right now. Doncic is the best player in the NBA. He's averaging 34 points, which is highest in the league on just this is absurd. He's, he's shooting 51% while doing that. Absolutely absurd. 37% from three. Dallas, how bad can they be for Doncic to still win MVP this season? So, like, if Dallas were a seven seed, would Doncic still be able to be in that MVP discussion? What's your thoughts on that? I think he could be in the, NBA, in the MVP discussion, but uh, I would say, look, Doncic is tied. For the NBA best player, I would say tied with Nikola Jokic. Uh, yeah, I was going to talk and, about him next. Yeah, <laughs> and if we have Denver at the first seed with 60 wins and Dallas at seven seed with 45 wins, I think it's pretty pretty clear that Jokic will get his three peat. But if they are the you know, they are closer, if, if like Denver is the third seed with 52 wins and we have Dallas with 47 wins and they are like fifth. I think it, I think it's up to Luca to to lose it. So yeah, but he just started this crazy shoot, stretch, and yeah, if he, if he end the season and he is like 36 point, uh, 30, 35 points, nine rebounds and ten assists average, like you just can't not. I, I don't think there is any world to not give him the award. But I will also say, uh, Nikola Jokic over the last fifteen games, so in the entire December, he's yep. at up to the 30 points, 11 rebounds, and 11 assists. So that's like, that's not worse than the Luka numbers. And he's, even though Luka is shooting like 52-53% from the field, Nikola Jokic is shooting 62% from the field. Like, he's having 70% through shooting. Like, that's 13% above the league average. And he's like, Still creating for others way more and still scoring a lot inside. That's like unbelievable. I think if Doncic is in the top, if the Dallas Mavericks are in the top six, they make the playoffs. I think that he's that that's that's enough for him to be in the conversation without factoring in the Dallas record as a criticism to his MVP candidacy. If they're a play-in team and get into playoffs or just miss the playoffs flat out, I, I really struggle to be able to give that to him especially the way Jokic is playing right now, the Nuggets are the one seed. I think if the Nuggets are the one seed, you can't really stop Jokic from winning this because he's right up there in terms of play with, with Doncic plus 
Denver looks so good because of him. So I, I, I think I just you have to make the playoffs to win MVP. I, I think that's like the the base. You can't win MVP if your team misses the playoffs. I know it's an individual award, but because it's such a difficult award to give out with so many guys deserving. Like we were talking about Jason Tatum, how deserving he's been as well. I think you got to win playoffs. And and the way Giannis is playing too, and you see the, the, sorry, the Milwaukee Bucks, the way they've kind of looked since their 0-9 start. Uh, Giannis has been absolutely outstanding with that team as well. There's just, there's so many guys. I mean, we could could keep talking about, we could probably name 10 guys who who could be in this conversation into the season. Like, Like two weeks ago, it was like Tatum and Giannis were up there. Who's going to catch them? Well, now all of a sudden it's Jokic and Doncic. Who's going to catch those guys? So things change so quickly in the NBA, as I mentioned, which is why you should never fix it as a fan on, on, on the small sample size. It's always about the lengthy sample sizes, which matter the most. Um, we have like a little bit of time here. I kind of wanted your thoughts because I know you are a Houston Rockets fan. There's been, this is off script. So sorry to kind of <laughs> yeah, no get problem. you off guard here. James Harden, little bit of a, uh, a report came out suggesting the Rockets could be a team he goes back to in free agency at the end of the season. Just kind of like one minute. Uh, Rockets rebuilding. Draft pick probably pending on who they get, like if they can get a top two pick. But how would you feel about James Harden going back to the Rockets next season? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, I think that I will love it, but I think this is one season too soon. Because I think he gets, I'm a huge Harden fan as well as the Houston Rockets. And I, I would love to him for, to play it for my favorite team again. But when they are a bit more contending, like one year, they need one more year to get there. And for, for him, and I want one more year of Harden being in, on a contend, contending mm. team to yeah. give us a chance to, to, to win the title. So that's like, I will love it, but not the, not the next season, but the season after. So, and that's difficult because of the contract, contract, and we'll see. But I, I want, I, I want like him there, but I want him to get another chance to get a ring that because ring. Like, that he's ring. my favorite player. So, uh, and also just kind of curiosity now. So I live just out of China, Toronto. I'm a Toronto Raptors fan. You live in Croatia. You are a Houston Rockets fan. I've never asked um, how did that manufacture itself how are you a rockets fan uh, yeah it was uh, it was james harden like, <laughs> the guess is hard i, I was a big hard I, I was a huge football fan like soccer fan mm-hmm. and I, I was getting into the nba like heavily into i was i was always watching nba but like this huge fan that, that like watch 500 to 1000 games a year it, that which came in 2015 and that was like watching james harden prime James Harden, with, yeah, that was amazing, and yeah, it was just. And after he went down, I was like always on the underdog side. So they were, they were bombing with the dynasty of Golden State Warriors. So that was like always trying to on the underdog side. And then when he left, 
there was a lot of young guys that I, lo- I loved there. And yeah, I just stick with them, of course. And Good to see. Lo- Good to see lo- you sticking with them. Yeah, it's uh speaking from my experience as a Raptors fan, it's rewarding to stick with a team that people really always count out, and when they reach the pinnacle, I'll just say, I'll just say one thing: I'm an Arsenal fan, so I think that goes as well with this. <laughs> and we are currently yeah. in the hey, that so. that could be hey, yeah. you stuck with them through a barren period of like a decade, yeah. but you might be coming through right now. They're favorites to win two decades. the EPL <laughs> title. That you say well. Yeah, I guess since 2004, they haven't won the Premier League. So, yeah, so yeah. 18 years, two decades. You stuck with them, but there's no better feeling than reaching the top with your team. I am not an Arsenal fan. I'm a Manchester United fan. I actually have uh, a bunch of my tattoos are Manchester United related. So a little, <laughs> bit of, little bit of a clash there. But I'm in a little bit of a dry spot. With the next time United win a title, that is going to be like the pinnacle of a feeling because it's so difficult to, to win those titles. And when you're a fan of, the, of a good team, you kind of take it for granted winning because it's been United haven't won a title since uh 2016 now and um it's 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 a little bit it's the longest by far of my life since they've gone they've gone without winning a trophy so appreciate your teams always because uh, there's no better feeling than sticking with that team and having them win all right uh without further ado guys let's move on into our official picks segment of the show we have three official plays for you coming from Pips first one is a same game parlay uh featuring Pips's Rockets but also featuring Unfortunately, maybe for the Rockets, Luka Doncic in the Mavericks in town. Here's the first play. Yeah, the first play, Luka Doncic over 29.5 points combined with 7.5 assists. So these two teams played uh, twice over the last couple of, I think, 10 days. And Luka Doncic had one of the 50s against my team. So in the first game, he had 50 points and 10 assists. And in the next game, he had 35 points and 13 assists. And I'm taking this one because of the blowout chances. And I think this line is achievable in three quarters because Luka Doncic is playing entire first and entire third and half of the uh, of the second and more than half of the last one. So I'm just... The last game, actually, he finished the third quarter with 32 points and 10 assists. So... If we were, if he, if we were to the blowout, he will, he wouldn't be able to cover the 33 and a half points. So, and he was covered. He did cover this line. So I'm taking this like this is just a bit blowout protection, but I like his 33 and a half points too. And Rockets Aloha are the most assist in the league. And Luka Doncic had, he played just a bit more over the three quarters, and he had 20 potential assists. The game before he had, I think, 24 potential assists. So if he gets 20 or more potential assists, he's clearing this eight, uh, seven and a half line easily. And I and I just love this point. I mean, if I, they I are making go out, some of his teammates needs to score, obviously. So that means that goes well together. I'm trying to remember if uh, that 50 point game against the Rockets. I believe you also made a play on Doncic over 30 yeah. points in that game. That was one of the winning plays. So I was like, okay. So going back to that, you you like Doncic. We bet on him a lot. You like betting against the Rockets. And um, that has been a bit of a winning combination. Yeah. So obviously going back to that one for today. But let's move into the second play now. The only straight play out of the three. And this is in the Hawks game who are visiting the Golden State Warriors. 
So my bet for this is Trey Young over 27.5 points, which is minus 110 at DraftKings. And I think it's pretty widely available at this line and this price. So we, we can just look at the last couple of games of Trey Young. He finally, he's shot 40% or better from three in five straight games. And when shot is falling for Trey Young, he's, he's getting over this line. He scored 31 points against the Hornets in a blowout. Then he scored 37 against the Magic. And then 34 against the Bulls in that weird game where he had his assists. He was playing more of the ball and, and scoring. And then uh, he had uh, two unders against the Detroit Pistons. He scored 26 points in third quarters. It was blowout. But he managed to score 26 points while getting trapped, blitzed, hedged on like every screen and he was still on the way to cover this line he would he he would end up covering this line if he get any four quarter minutes and then he played the indiana pacers and that was crazy they were they were doubling thinking on his own side of the court like he whenever he touched the ball two guys on him three guys on him and he still was able to score 22 points and it, it was amazing and Golden State Warriors won't do anything, any any blitzing, any 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 trapping, yeah, high-paced game. They are allowing a ton of points to opposing point guards. Uh, there is no Wiggins. Uh, Clay Thompson can't defend him, so they will probably put Jordan Poole on on, on Trey Young, and that's like yeah. one of the most mismatches in the entire league. So I think, and they are also playing drop coverage, the deepest drop coverage in the entire league, like even deeper than with uh, Brook Lopez and without point of attack, a, a good point of attack defender, like in a drop, I think Trey Young, we have like 10 or more wide open floaters. Uh, his three point is, is falling down. Golden States are fouling a lot and his free throw match and like everything looks perfect for Trey Young tonight. Yeah, that just the thought of Poole trying to defend, Poole obviously great player. The thought of him trying to defend Trey Young um, I don't think that's going to really work out if we go with that, if they go with that. But I like that this is a one and a half, one point spread. So blowout, uh, possibly a blowout is very slim. I like that the over under in this game, as you mentioned, it's high pace. The over under is sitting around just average like 237. So expecting fireworks in this one, expecting Trey Young to have good matchups, really good spot on Trey Young. Let's move in now to our third play Lakers at the Hornets. LaMelo Ball and LeBron are the features here. Yeah, so you have Lamelo Ball over 19.5 points and LeBron James over 28.5 points, which is minus 105 at DraftKings. So if you take a look at Lamelo Ball, he scored 21 or more points in 11 straight games. So this one is pretty positive matchup for him. High-paced, no AD to play defense. The last game they played, it was it was the game, I think, it was like like a week ago maybe more like yes, 10 days ago so. yeah and Lamelo scored uh, 23 points on 22 field goal items so way below his shooting average and he still ended up scoring 23 points and in that game we had Le- LeBron James 34 and the last game of the LeBron James was pretty epic it was his birthday but he yep. scored almost 40 or almost 50 points and he was unstoppable. Even they were throwing like five guys at him and he was still scoring. And if you take a look at the games uh, over the last like 
since AD went down, uh, he scored like 35, 33, 30, 33, 31, 36, 34, 38, and then 28 in a blowout against the Magic, 27 in a blowout against the, the against the Heat and 47 against the Hawks. So he was on the way to cover in every game. Two games he didn't cover. He get 27, 28, 27 against the great Miami defense, still was on a pace to cover, and 28 uh, against the Orlando Magic and only 31 minutes in a huge blowout. So I just love him tonight in this spot against the team. And also worth noting, uh, Hornets are allowing the most points per game over the last 20 games since Lamelo came back and the pace is higher now and Kelly Oubre is out so one one less defender to put on, on, on LeBron James so everything looks perfect for, for, for both of these guys tonight and the, yeah, that's it. So kind of in the way where Anthony Davis really started taking over games because he realized he had to be the best player for the Lakers to have any chance. Well, LeBron is now understanding that if I'm not scoring like 35 plus 30 plus in these games, the Lakers have no chance. I sense a bit of frustration LeBron with the state of the team. They're not very good, obviously. And he, you know, he's 38 time is ticking at, at some point. It has to affect his ability to play basketball his age. So he wants to be a winner and uh, he's doing everything in his power to do that. So I love that. And LaMelo ball, despite the injury start of the season has been great since coming back. So, Loving that play. Let's recap all three plays for you guys to finish off the day. First of all, Luka Doncic playing against the Houston Rockets. Same game parlay with him over 29.5 points and over 7.5 assists. That is minus 118 at FanDuel. We go to the Hawks and Warriors game for pick number two. Trey Young over 27.5 points in a high-paced game where he likely can have favorable defensive matchups. That is minus 110 at DraftKings. And the third play, as we just said, Lakers are playing the Hornets. Lamella Ball over 19.5 points. And LeBron James over 28 and a half points. That is minus 105 at DraftKings. That has been your pick and roll show for Monday, kicking off the new year, hopefully on the right foot. Thank you all for tuning in to today's video. Best way to start the year would be a nice sweep of the slate. Let's see if we can provide that for you guys for today. Uh, remember, catch pick and roll every weekday at 1115 a.m. Eastern time on the board NBA YouTube channel and on the Twitter account at the board NBA Please smash that like button on YouTube. Please follow us on Twitter and subscribe to the YouTube as well. If you're listening to this in podcast form, thank you so much for tuning into the audio. Please remember to rate and review five stars to help spread the good word of the show. 51 and 35 records so far this season. Make sure you're sharing the content, telling your friends about it because we want to get, see how many people we can get on the followings here. Very close to 500 subscribers on YouTube. And finally, check out the hammer.bet in your browser for more sports betting content me and my pitch will be back tomorrow for more from pick and roll